Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazo, a holistic counselor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks, and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes, and embody a happier, confident, and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no-BS approach to self-development, along with impactful, real, and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Hello, hello, honeys. Welcome to episode two of the Holistic Honey podcast. Oh my gosh, episode two, we are absolutely hitting the ground running today. We are going to be dropping some truth bombs. I'm going to be dishing some tea and hopefully this is going to be really helpful for you. Before we get into it, I just want to start by saying thank you so much to everyone who tuned in to my first ever episode and who sent me beautiful messages and feedback and kind words. I appreciate you all and it really just makes me super happy because it is a inner nudge that I followed because I wanted to be able to help you guys and reach you guys. So it was really amazing to hear how it landed and yeah, I'm very appreciative, but Let's get into episode two. We are not here to fuck around. We are talking about a topic today that is something that can be so damn crippling and debilitating and insidious, and that is fear of judgment. Now, when I was like planning what I wanted to kind of talk about in my podcast and some topics and themes, this was something I always knew I wanted to to lead with because... Not only do I see it so much in my clientele and I help my clients through this, but this is something that I've been so crippled by myself. So if you struggle with fear of judgment, today's episode is really going to help you um, kind of manage it, work through it, see it from a different perspective and understand where it comes from, how it blocks us. And I'm going to be dropping some truth bombs and tips These truth bombs and tips are things that really helped me on my journey. Um, But look, guys, the truth of the matter is if we don't acknowledge this fear or we continue to feed it by keeping ourselves small, this is the very thing that creates further mindset and energetic blocks and inner conflict. So this is why it is so damn important to talk about it, to acknowledge it, to be aware of it. Yes, it's uncomfortable, But like I said, if we don't face it, we're just going to push that shit down and it's not going anywhere. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. So before we get into it, I want to start by saying and I want to normalize the fact that fear of judgments always sometimes lingering in the background, even if we feel like we've done the work in quotation marks. So me and my beautiful friend yesterday went for a beach walk and we are both in the online space. We both have businesses. So it's amazing to be able to talk to her. And we we often talk about kind of the blocks and the issues that we're facing and we support each other in that way. 
Um, But what we spoke about yesterday was the fact that even though we're kind of doing the thing and we've started and we're showing up online and we're running our business, this fear still comes up. We still catch ourselves playing it small. So this is a conversation I had with her yesterday and it really kind of got my juices flowing when I thought about the truth bombs I wanted to drop on you guys in regards to fear of judgment. So before we get into it, I want to ask you some questions and I want you to reflect on these. So you may want to use these as journal prompts. You may want to pause it and think about it, whatever you want to do. But are you ready? Here we go. Where in your life are you currently not showing up or playing it small due to fear of judgment? And at what point in time were you made to feel that being yourself was not enough? And the last one is, what are you more afraid of? Doing the thing, being bold, putting yourself out there and possibly being judged or playing it small and never even trying and never knowing. I told you I was going to drop some absolute fucking bangers and bombs. So the reason I wanted to pose these to you is because these were the questions I often found myself thinking about and reflecting on when I was so crippled by fear of judgment And I was reflecting on my own experience and I feel like it's actually something I've dealt with my entire life. There were periods where the volume was turned down more on the inner critic. I was either distracted or I was going through a period where I was kind of just cruising, chilling, doing my thing. But it often always kind of would come back up. And most recently, me running my business and needing to be in the online space and putting myself out there and all of that, which I fucking love doing. And this is how I've connected with you guys. But this is when that insidious little thing creeps up, the fear of judgment. So let's get into it and talk about where fear of judgment actually comes from. So let's start by looking at fear of judgment in, I guess, technical and evolutionary terms. So fear of judgment relates very heavily to our need to survive in society, which sounds like really hectic, right? But bear with me. So for our ancestors, for instance, being evaluated in a more favorable way as opposed to, you know, being judged for what they didn't have or any shortcomings would have meant a higher chance of survival. So if we translate this into an example of in today's terms, so let's use the example of Korea. If we are absolutely smashing it in our job, we have high productivity, we're showing up, we're doing great, we're successful in this space, this could then lead to a promotion, right? A promotion could then lead to increased income. Increased income could mean a higher standard of living in material terms, of course. If we flip the script, though, on the other hand, if we were... Um, operating from a really kind of low vibe space. We had poor performance. We weren't showing up well. We weren't meeting expectations. This could very much lead to being at risk of losing our job. And the ripple effect of this is it could be loss of income, which then means our quality of life is compromised. And from there, we can then start to imagine how we would worry about how we pay our bills, how we're perceived by others. And you can really see the ripple effect there. So 
Yeah, if we go back to evolutionary terms, fear of judgment is very much linked to our need to survive in society. It is also heavily linked to social anxiety. So this is a really common one I'm seeing, especially after lockdowns. So if you are someone that's, that suffers with social anxiety, completely crippling, completely debilitating. And like I said, well, for myself coming out of lockdown, I'm seeing it a lot with my clients and even myself, like we spent a few years isolated so far in our comfort zone. So when we now have to kind of like come back out into the world and step out and be seen, it's fucking scary. So yeah, the fear of judgment and social anxiety absolutely goes hand in hand. And fear of judgment is also quite linked to our core beliefs um, and our values. So these are developed and instilled in us from a very young age throughout our upbringing from our family. So if we think about what was modeled to us, what was told to us, what narratives we carry around, how we need to show up in the world, how we need to think, how we need to act, how we should do things. Our perceptions are based on our values and our beliefs, right? But as I mentioned in the previous episode, to evolve and continue to expand and to be authentic, we must actually kind of get to a stage where we challenge some of these beliefs. And it, 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 is, it does cause a lot of inner conflict. But, you know, for myself, for instance, and I remember being on a podcast talking about limiting beliefs and we were talking about how sometimes we just have this timeline that's put on us. So you finish year 12 and then after year 12, you go to uni and then you get a full-time job. And then when you meet someone, you get engaged and then you get married and then you look, I could go on again. You might not relate to this. You might've been raised differently, but for myself, that was kind of the script, the narrative, what was modeled to me. So when I was getting these really strong inner nudges to kind of go against all of that and go out on my own and fuck off a really secure job. The fear of judgment and the inner critic was loud because it was going against everything that was kind of instilled in me, despite me not actually agreeing with it. Okay. So yeah, our core beliefs and our values, it's a hard one and it's, and it can take a lot to unlearn, especially when we're kind of like, yeah, I'm carrying these beliefs, but I feel like I need to actually kind of reevaluate them because they're feeling unhelpful and they're, they're kind of keeping me small and unhappy. So yeah, if we think about where it comes from, definitely that kind of need to survive and conform in society, the social anxiety and very much linked to core beliefs and our values, which, which is a hard one. Right now, (laughs) Let's talk about how it actually blocks us and what the consequences are of of having the fear of judgment and being quite consumed by it. So first and foremost, and this is no surprise to you, this is the shit that keeps us small. This keeps us in a box. This keeps, keeps us conforming. And the consequence of that is we're not only vibrating from a really low, inauthentic frequency, but it kind of perpetuates the, the lack of self-acceptance. If we're so worried about how other people are perceiving us, we're judging ourselves. You know, if you think about a time when you were so stoked with where you're at, you felt grounded and balanced and in the moment, 
you weren't you didn't care what other people thought or you might have just assumed that people were like fuck yeah they think I'm doing good because that's a reflection of where you were at so when when we are crippled by fear of judgment it keeps us small and it keeps us in this cycle of of self-doubt and not accepting ourselves right and this then you know goes on to a lot more issues and a lot of other inner conflict the other block and the other thing it does is it really reaffirms and perpetuates the narrative that we are not enough or we need to be more or we need to look different we're not smart enough we're not educated enough we're not qualified enough uh yeah, it, it's really that scarcity mindset and the comparisons as well. It really perpetuates this narrative. And what I want to say is this is obviously absolutely bullshit. You are worthy of whatever you want in life today. There's no, there's a full stop at the end of that sentence. You are worthy. What people get tied up in is attaching their worth to milestones and goals and things so I will be worthy when I make x amount of money I will finally feel happy and free and successful when xyz I will feel sexy and beautiful and desirable when I lose x amount of weight it's perpetuating this narrative that we are not enough so this is another block the other one I want to talk about is, look, this is going to be a completely different podcast in itself because I could talk about this for fucking years, but it's around the the ego and the egoic self versus the intuitive soul self, right? So when we are crippled by fear, this is very much us operating from the ego, the egoic mind, the egoic self, which is what blocks our connection to our intuition. So again, I'm going to not get into this too much, but I will um, definitely create another episode on this. But if we're kind of operating from our egoic self, our ego wants to keep us safe. And in turn, it keeps us in our comfort zone. (laughs) But the consequence of that is it also keeps us in a state of struggle and inner conflict, especially when we start to get those inner nudges that are like, you should be doing more. I could be doing more. I'm actually not happy. I feel like I need to move more. I need to be seeing more or whatever it is. So I like to call it the the tennis match between the mind and the gut sometimes. But when we are so plugged into the ego and the inner critic is turned up loud, this is what drowns out the soul self, the intuition, the inner knowing. Okay. And the soul self in the intuition wants us to be free. It wants us to be authentic. It wants us to express ourselves in whatever way feels good. So that's the difference. There's the keeping us safe and keeping us in a box because there's that need to conform. Shouldn't I be doing this? Should I do that? It's the what ifs and the shoulds, right? Whereas the intuition is like, you need to fucking go down this path because I reckon it's going to light you up. But what blocks this is the fear that comes through and this is very much linked to the ego and operating from the egoic mind so this is another block and consequence you'll see of of having the fear of judgment there that is where it comes from now (laughs) this is the part I was really excited for I had that image in mind you know like the frog with the tea and it's like dishing the tea okay that's me right now 
I'm about to drop some fucking truth bombs on you guys. The reason I'm so excited to share these truth bombs is this is the kind of stuff that kept me really grounded and helped me shift my perspective when I was really consumed by how others were viewing me. Now, I want to just highlight that (laughs) I noticed when I left my job, so I remember I resigned and I kind of was like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I'm kind of just winging it, but I know that I need to step into my soul self more. I need to connect with the spirituality, the holistic healing, all of that, right? But where I worked was a very clinical kind of area and we were working with mental health in a stage, like I said, very clinical. There was kind of no room for woo-woo holistic stuff. So I noticed myself actually really tailoring my response when people were like, oh my God, you're resigning. Like, where are you going? What are you doing? Naturally, they were super interested. Um, And I noticed that I was tailoring and manicuring my response because I was worried about them thinking I'd fucking lost the plot, essentially. And funnily enough, I was so consumed with people thinking I was mental for taking this leap and leaving a job in the middle of a global pandemic. I was absolutely consumed. What am I, what are my parents going to think? Um, what if, what if, what if, right? Funnily enough, the amount of messages and connection I had with, with people I worked with that actually were like, Hey, <laughs> what you're doing is really inspiring. Like, I wish I had the balls to do that. Or like, you know, I, I kind of do want to do that, but I just wouldn't even know where to start. And it almost was like giving them permission to be like, hold on, maybe I don't need to be doing this. So yeah, I, I want to drop these truth bombs. Cause this is really the shit that grind that grounded me and helped me kind of shake this off. So number one <laughs> is we are not the main character in everyone's story. We are not the sole focus of their day, despite our mind and our ego telling us otherwise, right? So when I was super consumed by wondering what others were thinking of me, I had to catch myself. And I remember like having a word with myself in the mirror. I was literally like pointing at myself in the mirror being like, oi, (laughs) cut this shit out. And I remember saying to myself, who do you think you are that you're playing this much of a part in someone's thinking? And I had to, it it seemed harsh at first, but I needed to actually snap myself out of it. I'm so consumed in my fearful thinking and my scarcity mindset that here I am thinking that all eyes are on me and everyone's waiting for me to fail. Everyone's wondering what I'm going to do. Sure. Maybe they, they thought about it or when they saw my face online, they might've been like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's Lauren doing? Even if they did judge me, like I'm not the main character in everyone's story. So this is something I really want you guys to remember the next time you feel consumed by these thoughts. Right. Truth bomb number one. (laughs) Truth bomb number two. People are too fucking busy focusing on themselves, their own insecurities, their own issues, and their own inner conflict. Just like how we are consumed right now by if you do relate to the fear of judgment, we're not accepting ourselves, we're judging ourselves, we're feeling a little bit insecure, we're feeling unbalanced, we're feeling unsafe, right? People are too busy focusing on themselves. So again, while someone may spare a few minutes to judge another person, they are spending way more time dealing with their own shit and in their own world. 
this is something I had to remind myself. And it was a conversation I had actually with a client the other day, because we were talking about body image and we were talking about how, say if someone invited us to the beach, I know I can totally relate to this. In the past, if someone invites me to the beach, instead of being like, hell yeah, I'm going to get in the sun, I'm going to have some fun, I'm going to go in the beach, I would literally be like crippled by like, oh my God, I have to wear a fucking bikini, right? Body image, again, I'll drop another episode on this, but this is something I've also dealt with and it's super rampant. So yeah, I was like, holy shit, I need to wear a bikini. So instantly I would be at the beach so consumed by how I looked, how I felt. Do I look a certain way? Do I look okay? And then I would have to kind of bring myself back and be like, when I look at other people at the beach, for instance, I might notice their bikini and be like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like I might notice them for a second, but I'm back to kind of like inwardly being like, oh, like I'm a bit uncomfortable or whatever. So again, people are too busy focusing on themselves. That was a long winded way of saying that. Anyway, truth bomb number three. And I love this one because this is all about triggers and projections and shadows. Okay. If others do judge you, this is merely a projection of the unhealed parts of themselves, okay? It says way more about them than it does about you. So fucking keep doing you, boo, okay? Again, easier said than done. But what I want to pose to you is often like when we're worried about what other people are thinking of us and how we're perceived, it's we often don't actually have evidence of it. We're kind of just assuming um, what they're thinking. (laughs) So yeah, if they do, even if they were to say something to your face, reminding yourself that a happy person who's secure with where they're at is not going to take the time to put someone else down and judge them. And if they do, that's okay, but that's going to reflect something back to them. That is none of your business girl. Okay. Truth bomb number four, (laughs) You are not a mind reader and you need to remind yourself of this. Majority of the time we are assuming what other people are thinking of us. I bet they think I look like an idiot. I bet they think I'm being too loud. I bet, I bet, I think, I think. Search for the evidence. And then if there is none, (laughs) this is not your truth. You are not a mind reader. And the last little truth bomb, and this is something I really had to plug into a lot when I was feeling consumed by fear of judgment. And this is connecting with the 80 year old version of you, or potentially if you want to be grim, you on your deathbed, right? (laughs) Sorry to put that visual in mind, but when you are old and wrinkly and on your deathbed or whatever, do you want to reflect on the fact that you lived life for others? Or the fact that you fucking lived for yourself and you did the things you wanted to do and you took the leap and took the risks and you were ballsy and made shit happen. Personally, I know which one I choose and I know which one sounds better. So the truth bombs recap. (laughs) I'm like, if I could drop the mic right now, I would. We are not the main character in everyone's story. People are too busy focusing on themselves. If someone does judge you, this is a projection of the unhealed parts of them. You are not a mind reader. (laughs) 
And when you think about how you want to explain and talk about your life, think about how much richer and amazing and fulfilling it would feel to talk about those risks and you just doing the thing. Okay. They are my truth bombs. I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed those. I'm so passionate about them. Now, guys, before I jump off, I wanted to just add in a few more tips because I really want you to leave or switch off, sign off from this podcast with some real good takeaways and some practical tools. Okay. So another thing I want you guys to think about when it comes to fear of judgment is, are you actually inviting judgment in? Now, what I mean by that is when we're insecure about something, um, we sometimes unknowingly judge ourselves for it and then we'll vocalize it to others. So we'll kind of bring it to the attention of others and then begin to assume that they're fixating on it just like we are. So an example, if you're going out with the girls and you're feeling a little bit insecure about your body and the outfit you're wearing, you're feeling uncomfortable, you're tugging at your clothes, might even ruin your whole night. I've been there before. You might then say to them, oh my God, I feel like my legs look really big. I feel like this doesn't fit me properly. I feel really uncomfortable. Okay. You've vocalized it. Now they're probably just like worrying about themselves, drinking, whatever they're doing. Okay. They might not even notice, but because we've vocalized it, this is the very thing that kind of can perpetuate and spiral into that fear of judgment because we've put it out there. We're judging ourselves for it. And now we're assuming that other people are noticing. So are you inviting judgment in? Are you giving it pretty much too much power and energy? The other one is be really mindful of your self-talk. And I want you to go to really intentionally try and practice more healing and empowering self-talk. Now, this one's easier said than done, but I want you guys to give this one a go. Okay. The more we do this, the more it kind of becomes our norm and we'll start to focus a lot less on the negatives. But when we are so plugged in and consumed by what others are thinking and we're really kind of ego-based negative mindset, this becomes our norm. And without realizing, we actually feed the fear. So if it helps, I want you to think about your higher self, your inner nurturer, your internal bestie, that voice that's like, hey, hey, hey you've got this, you're amazing, you look beautiful, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, what would she say? So this may, and this is really kind of the process of rewiring our mind and our thoughts, catching yourself and challenging these thoughts. You might want to give a name to the inner critic. I know a lot of my clients have their Karens. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm being really self-critical right now. You know what? That's Karen. Karen's showing up. She's knocking on the door. I'm not going to feed into this. Inner nurturer, inner bestie, have a little pep talk with yourself. This is not my truth. Okay, so be mindful of your self-talk and really try practice more healing and empowering self-talk that feels good for you. Okay. The other one is quit chasing people's approval. Okay. Often we are so, our worth is so tied up to external validation and things and waiting for people to tell us we're amazing and we look good and we're doing well. What we forget is that all that fucking matters is our opinion and where we're at and that that's all that matters. Okay. So I promise you that when you start to love and respect and value and accept yourself, I promise you that 
even the thought of someone judging you will not shake you and not bother you how it used to because you're like I'm happy where I'm at like I'm actually proud of myself so again this requires you to allow the inner nurturer to step in and to challenge that inner critic okay and the last one I want to leave you with guys is really important one and this is be mindful of who you surround yourself with so they say you are or you become the five closest people in your life so I want you to actually think about that for a second who do you surround yourself with Are these people inspiring? Are they positive? Are they empowering? Do you leave these interactions feeling lit up? Or do they perhaps actually fuel the negative judgments of yourself? Do you actually leave those interactions feeling weighed down and maybe even doubting yourself or questioning where you're at or feeling more self-critical? Okay, because you are who you the company you keep and you are what you consume. Okay. So I want you guys to think about who you surround yourself with. And if you find or you notice that the people you keep company with are actually really connected to kind of like low vibe shit of gossiping and talking about real superficial stuff that doesn't fill up your cup, maybe it's time to think about connecting with some more soul aligned soul tribe kind of people who are going to actually inspire you and uplift you and kind of have the voice of your internal bestie. That's like, you're fucking amazing. You're doing great. Love you. Okay. I hope this has been really helpful. Like I said, this is something that's so near and dear to my heart because it's something that I feel like I've ridden the wave of, of fear of judgment, probably my whole life, but there are times where, I've been able to turn it down. But again, I want to normalize that this does kind of come back up depending on where we're at in our lives. But I'm sending you guys so much love. Before I jump off, I want to say, if you are wanting to work on connecting with yourself on a deeper level and moving through fears and blocks and and connecting more with your self-worth and your soul self, Soulfully Seeking is my 12-week coaching program. So I've actually got a few spots that have opened. And if this tickles your fancy, please reach out. I'll leave some um, information in the show notes. But this is essentially my favorite way to connect with women. And this is my signature one-on-one 12-week coaching journey. So this is really around giving fear the flick and actually connecting with your soul self and embracing more holistic balance and challenging your thoughts and rewriting those unhelpful narratives and starting to actually accept your body, feel safe in your body. Um, and yeah, we, we really work with energetics here as well. So starting to kind of work with your energy and your natural flow instead of resisting it. So If this is something you're interested in, please reach out. Like I said, I'll leave it in the show notes. But until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Much love and be well.